Welcome to the first of a series of startup profiles we're doing to showcase the businesses in Acro's first township accelerator. This means that all the startups in this cohort either have a founder who grew up in or is based in a township, or that the startup does business within the township economy. Up first, we have Leonard Maliki from Faded Black Innovations, which in my opinion is a fantastic name. With that, I bring you Leonard Maliki. Okay, great. So Leonard, um, could you give us an intro to yourself and your background and your business idea? Leonard Maliki is a young agriculturalist born and raised in rural landscapes of Western area in a village called Simunye in the Gauteng province. I am a co-founder and partnership manager at Faded Black Innovation, an agricultural consulting organization that is innovating the agricultural landscape by providing skills development, mentorship, and market support for farmers in the most remote rural areas of SA. Having been studying social entrepreneurship at Brooklyn University and currently studying agriculture and environmental science in at UNISA. I'm passionate about food security innovation and propelling the job creation through agriculture. Thus far, we have created 100 plus food security households in both Haute and Western area. Okay, great. Um, and also the name, that, that's a very cool name, Faded Black um, Innovations. How did you come up with that? So, in the midst of 2013, in where I'm from, like in Western area, where a lot of unemployment youth and we're all looking for jobs. But that's when we thought as a young collective youth of Western area and come up with the organization called Fair Black Innovation. That's how it was born. So we saw a lot of challenges and while we've been studying and meeting other people, so we feel like we can establish a, a, a youth organization that will tackle the issues that is faced here in, in, in our communities. That's why the name come from like faded, like faded from being black, but become so innovative. Okay, fantastic. So um, food security innovation, that's very interesting. Hey? That's a proper pain point, you know. Um, so could you take us through like, what's the, um, what's the day-to-day like lived experience of, you know, of someone who, you know, is facing food insecurity and how um, what you're doing is going to help with that? A big challenge for farmers is always being a finance uh, Continuous, uh, it's been continuously try to learn as much as possible about farming, and one of our biggest lesson, as well as being often being financial challenges, and caused by a lack of compliance with the process and not having the rest still in place in order to get funding. I found that once, uh, we found that once we had rest system and people. Then the, the farmers fell in place because we see a lot of them were having the common challenges of saying, how can we get seeds? How can we get to my head? How do we get the infrastructure support? And unfortunately, we had those resources disposed from, from our organization. So that's when we feel like we can innovate, knowing that SA is 
a very scarce water, uh, water scarce uh, country, and traditional farming will not be uh, sustainable for these farmers. Oh, for these farmers, so that's when we feel like, in order to change this, let's start with the household. Uh, let's start with working with the household to create a food security for for their living hood. So that's how we started. So because we didn't have land, but they had land, so we that's how we got into the space. Okay. Um you mentioned a hundred households, you said, I think. Yes, both in Western and Zambia. So um, what have you provided to them or what have you um, helped them with? So we had them from the seed development to the, the training of how the sustainable farming can be about. But most of them they were like saying, but we've produced more, how can we sell certain of our produce? So go out and source the market then we buy from them so that they can be they can create revenue at the same time at the same time having the food security to okay. the program. So um household farmers you mean? Yes household farmers. Like subsistence farming, you know? Yes, subsistence farming. Fantastic. Um so um, do you have any sort of um, anecdotes or um, stories of individual farmers or, um, you know, that you've, you've helped? Um, maybe people that you know? Oh, thanks. So currently working with uh, City Harvest and hydroponic, uh, hydroponic, a highly intense hydroponic system based here in Western area. So what we've done through and agro partners and support what you get. So we managed to get them the market. Actually today they're heading to Johannesburg City Deep to set up the market that we exposed to. And also Monday, there are quite a lot of guys now that are looking for the market. And all happened in short period of time, like after joining the, the agro, Keep it up for us. That's when we realized that there's actually people that are really looking forward to, to, to help us in order to help the farmers. So one of my accountability partners, Mr. I forget her name, but it's from Agro. So he came last week, he came and visited one of the success, visit one of our farmers that we're working with in Western area. So Currently, he has the whole offtake agreement with people from the global, from the gap, global gap, something to deal with the markets in, in SA. So, yeah. Okay. That's then. one of the biggest success for us currently. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, how do you see sort of, um, like the biggest impact, what's your mission? You know, what's your ultimate goal um, for the startup? Oh, okay. My, okay, our primary objective is to change the world, to change this world through building the rural agricultural landscape, not of not just SA, but 
the world at large. I've, I've, I've always been a business-minded person. I've also wanted to help to make the world a better place. And because, I, as I said, I grew up in a very agriculture-oriented household. I knew this was an area where I, should, I could make a difference. With the contact that I have, you can imagine most farmers are not connected. So trying to connect the last miles of these farms to the market. So they're using through our platforms to further play innovations. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. And, and, and again, so with the backup of the British Council, so we managed to buy a farm, a 12 hectare farm in Zambia, because, and, and we established a, a hub, which is a central uh, located hub for farmers who need the variety inputs like. Sometimes farmers will say we need tools to start this, we need seeds, we need like mentorship. So we try to we bought all the equipment necessary equipment and put it into one central one central hub so that it can be easy for farmers to tap and say like, no man, I need a, I need a spare a spade to do this tomorrow. So then they will just come in and and, and 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 like book for the equipment that they need. If they need seeds, we we also supply them with seeds so that they can start right away, not to wait for funders or whatever. Okay, so does that hub um, belong to your business, or is it um, pooling together resources from a bunch of people? It, it quite helps us uh, in terms of getting the resources from other partners that we had because. We started getting the traction and the farms were starting seeing the progress for the first time. And they feel like it's advantageous because it's very close to where they are based. They don't have to travel, they don't have to worry of this, but worry of producing and us is to help them to grow to the next step. In. So are you renting out those spades and those seeds and things or um, who, who, who owns it? It owned by us with the funding that we got from the British Council. That was ten thousand US dollars. So we had to establish two hubs in SA and and in Zambia. So in Zambia we partnered up with Equid Zambia. So they were into farming. So it was easy for us to go there and launch and the 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 the, 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 the hub. It was last day in April and. This week they just told me that they, they've in talks with Zambia, Zambia agency, Zambia agricultural agency. They they, they now they're struggling with to buy the variety inputs of seeds so that they can start with the process right along. So hmm. that's basically the latest that we have in, in our organization. Okay. Um, and I mean, English is not your first language. And do you speak to um, people in English? Do you do your business in English? Or, or, or what language do you use? I do. So I have a great uh, team in in Fair Black Innovation. So uh, I do mostly my business in English, but with farmers, of course, it's indigenous language. So yeah, I would say most of my clients that English-based organization. So, yes, uh, basically we do business in we do business in English. 
Oh, yeah, good. Okay, cool. Okay, so we talked about the mission, like the overall mission, um, you know, but now where do you want to be in sort of like five years' time? What's your five-year goal? Okay, my very goal from now is to sing not only Asia, but Africa, agricultural landscape becoming sustainable, like not depend on foreign countries to get our produce sold, but centralize the food system, looking at the climate change crisis. One will say, you don't really have to produce in, in Johannesburg and sell in Cape Town, whilst we can sell uh, to the local market. So what he's trying to do is to decentralize the whole value chain of agriculture. So we're building that one farm at the time. So eventually we'll get there where we feel like it is where we plan to be. But ultimate goal is to have like 1,000 1, hectares of land in Africa and which is owned by, by, by the farms. Yes, it's owned by the farm. Then for us it will be very easier. Awesome. Cool. That's, that's great. Sounds like a good goal. Um, so yeah, um, th- thanks for coming on the podcast hey, and thanks for sharing with us y- your business. No, thanks for giving us the opportunity. I would definitely recommend AgroCapital to other aspiring entrepreneurs. I know that many entrepreneurs think that competition is aimed only at extra vents who enjoy public speaking. But if you run a business, you always have to pitch it. Even, even, even if you don't win the competition, by answering you learn so many valuable things. Yeah, yeah. all practice, you know, it's all practice. Awesome. So to, 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 to Agro Capital, I would like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. The, the, the platform has really changed my life and I've and I, how I view the business and this made me a much better and stronger entrepreneur. I'm very grateful for the experience and opportunity. I'm going to make you progress. Awesome. Thanks so much. Hey, wow. <laughs> um, cool, man. Thanks so much for coming on. No, thanks for, for the interview, Mr. Christopher. Awesome. Cheers, man. Cheers, Mr.